Welcome to the Pastor on the Beach podcast. I'm Pastor Paul Amlin, pastor at Lutheran Church of the Resurrection in Cocoa Beach, Florida. And each week I will be sharing a message from our worship services right here via this podcast. I hope you'll consider subscribing and share the podcast with your friends. We all need to hear words of hope once in a while. Well, thanks for listening. Here's this week's message. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Christ. You may be seated. Grace and peace to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Here we are. A classic Lutheran theological conundrum. Already but not yet. It's the night before the night before. Right? We're almost there. We have to wait just a little bit longer for the coming of the Christ child of Christmas. For just a few more hours, we wait in hope keeping awake, paying attention, preparing the way, making straight the pathways as we move toward the manger together. And on this fourth week in Advent, what message do we receive? Be not afraid. Yep, that's right. Be not afraid. And you can imagine all that Mary has racing through her mind Who is this angel talking to? Why is there an angel talking to me? Is this angel sure that he has the right Mary? After all, I'm just 14 years old or thereabouts, and I have a husband lined up named Joseph, and my life is just beginning here. Besides, what will others think? Will anyone believe me? What if... What if... But wait, there is something different here. An angel is speaking to me, 
And this angel is telling me not to be afraid. And I know that God is in all of this. Could it be, might it be true? Be not afraid. The angel Gabriel is not a new character in Scripture. Gabriel has been bringing good news to God's people for a long time. As far back as the book of Daniel, Gabriel has been bringing words from God to God's people. In Daniel, he explains the meaning of Daniel's visions and brings comfort. In fact, Gabriel has already made an appearance in Luke's gospel before we have this reading. In chapter 1, verse 7, Gabriel says to Zechariah, guess what I'm going to say? Do not be afraid. Thank you. When Zechariah and Elizabeth, seasoned citizens in their own right, learn about the child that Elizabeth has conceived. In both cases, Mary and with Zechariah and Elizabeth, nobody was looking for a miracle. They probably didn't even want an interruption to their daily routine. But a miracle, they would get. Gabriel isn't finished yet either because he will appear to the shepherds on a hillside in Luke chapter 2, verse 8. We'll hear that tomorrow night for our Christmas Eve service. Do you know what he says to the shepherds? Be not afraid. And he brings them good news of a Savior. I always think about the Charlie Brown Christmas special, right? Charlie Brown. It's interesting how the assurance Gabriel brings comes to the people across all social classes. Zechariah was a member of the priestly class. He was one of the people that was on the inside. He had power of his own, but he also knew how to reach out to people that had more power. He had the ear of the most powerful. Mary, a young girl lacking all power, position, or prestige, a virgin and betrothed to Joseph. She is young and experienced and between households, in fact. In a word, she's vulnerable. And what about the shepherds? More about them tomorrow night, but they are working class people who have virtually no power or privilege compared to a temple priest like Zechariah or the Roman emperor. Yet assurance is offered to all of them, regardless of status or class or power or position, be not afraid. In each case, this assurance arrives ahead of the celebration. According to one theologian, in the New Testament, words of assurance have purpose. They offer comfort when the status quo is about to be altered and the rhythms of everyday life are about to be disrupted. Moreover, words of assurance offer comfort when a community is under duress and suffering attack and persecution. With this assurance, people, regular People, mind you, are given courage and strength to act, to respond to what God has done. And Mary will learn, as it, turns, as it says in our reading from Luke's Gospel, that nothing will be impossible for God. What does this mean for us? 
sitting at a church on Cocoa Beach around 523 on a Saturday. What does this mean for us? What does it mean for us in this fourth week of Advent on the evening before Christmas Eve? I think that these words of assurance from Gabriel sprinkled together throughout Scripture spread across all types of people in all types of different classes with all different levels of power and status. These words of assurance echo the call of Advent for us. Keep awake. Be not afraid. Be prepared. Be not afraid. Make straight the pathways. Be not afraid. And so we hear these words of assurance from the angel Gabriel as if they are new and for us. And we, like those whose stories we've heard today, can respond with hope and courage. Responding with hope and courage means we look forward to the coming again of Jesus Christ. It means that we lean on the assurances of what God has done for us through the power of Jesus Christ, the forgiveness of our sins, the resurrecting of our relationship with God in spite of our weaknesses. Responding looks like living our lives of faith out for others to see and to hear and to be not, somebody say, afraid. Be not afraid when you face trials in this life. They are surely coming. Be not afraid when you face illness or pain or suffering, for God is with you. Be not afraid when you are asked about your faith, for God is with you. Be not afraid when you fail. God is with you there as well. Be not afraid to celebrate and praise God for victories and blessings in this life. Be not afraid. Mary was afraid at first, but then her fears were calmed. She doubted at first, but her doubts were erased. She wasn't sure what to do, but she said she was willing to do it. If God needed her, verse 38, Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. People of God here at Lutheran Church of the Resurrection with us online. I never know which camera to look at during the sermon for that. If you're listening to the sermon podcast at some point this week, be not afraid. God is with you. Prepare the way for the coming of the Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening. I hope that this week's message has given you something to think about and given you hope that you are loved by God. To learn more about Lutheran Church of the Resurrection, please visit GoResurrection.com. If you'd like to support this podcast or any of the amazing ministries at Resurrection, please visit our website giving page. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Pastor on the Beach podcast.